Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On top of the morning, on top of the wave, on top of the team, on top of the days, on top of my purpose, I do, I create, y'all wanna copy, but we're not the same. Alright, what's going on you wrestling fanatics, welcome back to Fake 2 Wrestling Podcast. Brought to you by Fans First Sports Network. And today, I will be recapping last week's Raw and SmackDown. Giving y'all some rumors that happened. Um, Because I'm a little bit late to the party. I know it was a Raw last night. And I'm going to get to that Raw. Oh. <laughs> but first, I'm going to go and, and cover the Raw from 9-11. And I'm going to cover SmackDown. And then I'm going to come back and give y'all a raw exclusive from last night uh, recap. So y'all stay tuned and, and definitely keep staying tuned to Shakes 2 Wrestling Podcast here on Fan First Sports Network. Alright? So on 9-11, Raw, it opened up with Jay Uso. Him and Jay Uso I mean, excuse me, him and KO had a little segment in the ring where KO says to Jay Uso, he's been where Jay has been. He had to prove himself a lot of times before because just like Jay Uso, he turned on a lot of people in his tenure in the WWE. He had a lot of friends that he had backstabbed himself. So he had to prove himself and prove to himself, really, that he was not that guy that they portrayed him to be. So he knows what Jay is. And that's where he was coming from, speaking to Jay. But then the Judgment Day comes out. And then they want to recruit Jay Uso to the Judgment Day. But in the midst of all of this, KO goes off on the judgment day and he says he wants to go ahead and fight them all. Jay Uso says, no, I will help you. So there you have it. You have a judgment day versus KO and Jay Uso match, which the judgment day ends up defeating him due to Jay Uso accidentally super kicking KO. 
now KO don't trust him. And he's like, you might as well go ahead to the Judgment Day and wear purple, all that good stuff. So we'll see what goes on with that segment there. You got the Miz defeating Tazawa, which was an okay match, but it showed the Miz dominating, which it, we need to see. Then you also had a Raquel Rodriguez interview that was okay, saying uh she just she's just as tall, or Rhea is not the tallest in this uh ring tonight, or the strongest. We're not even the angriest. It is Raquel Rodriguez, and she wants to go ahead and beat her for that title with Dirty Dawn being bar from ringside. All right. Then we had a baseless and a baseless interview that got cut off by Chelsea Green, uh, asking her to be her partner, only to then see that Piper Nevin is back. So she got her partner back. Piper Nevin says she's healthy. That's that. Gunther uh, gets a celebration. He gets his celebration for breaking the record there for the Honky Tonk Man's record as the Continental title. That was interrupted by Gable, vowing to put a smile on his daughter's face because at the end of the night, when Gable lost, his daughter cried. And he swear to God, the next time he gets that opportunity, he will put a smile on his daughter's face. Which then Gunther tells him that he's the worst father in the world and then they end up fighting. Funny. Very funny. Alright. We got on um, McIntyre going face to face with Xavier Woods. Challenging him into a match. Which we all kind of seen that coming. Alright. We got Alpha Academy. And Champa. Challenging Imperium. At the end of that segment. McIntyre defeated um, Xavier Woods. With a Claymore. That was. Okay, man, we kind of seen that coming. We had a Cody Rhodes segment that got cut off by Dirty Dom. <laughs> Dirty Dom and JD. Uh, then Cody ends up beating them both up, which was hilarious. Like, they, they try to jump them, but <laughs> to no prevail. You had uh, McIntyre face-to-face with uh, Jay Uso. And what's end up being a Jay Uso challenging him to a match next week. We had uh, Baszler defeating Chelsea Green and uh, Piper Nevin. They try to gang up on her, which then Baszler gets help from Joey Stark. And now I guess we officially see that tag team being an actual tag team now. We have Shinsuke backstage segment saying he will take his title, Seth Rollins' title, on his time, whatever that means. And then uh, Seth Rollins, he comes out with a segment, times and Shinsuke once again for the title, which then Shinsuke ends up brutally attacking Ricochet backstage 
just sending a message to Seth Rollins as if he's dominant and he will take his title when he feels like it. Alright, we got Alpha Academy defeating Imperium due to submission. Um, we got Becky face to face with Tiffany Stratton, uh, challenging her for the NXT women's title, which Becky Lynch ends up winning that title. So now she is a Grand Slam champion. So congratulations to Becky Lynch. Uh, we have Rhea Ripley defeating Raquel Rodriguez in the main event due to, yeah, you guessed it, Nia Jax returns and dominates and beats them both up. Just beat them both up, but cost Raquel Rodriguez the match first, and then she sent a message to Rhea Ripley. And that was that with Raw. Going on to SmackDown, we had McAfee and Theory segment. McAfee calls out. You guessed it. Maybe you didn't. But it was the great one. Finally, The Rock has come back to SmackDown. Man. Was that electrifying? That was electrifying. And we're going to talk about some rumors going forward with that. But talking about this, man, The Rock comes out and he has a segment with Theory. And it was an awesome segment, a great back and forth between those two. You get benches rocked all the way. And then you end up with The Rock giving Theory the people's elbow and telling McAfee to do the same. So it was very, very entertaining to see the rock back in the WWE. See, you looked at him and he looks like he can wrestle right now, today still. So still look like he is in great, great shape. Rock, man, we need you back in WWE, man. It, it was electrifying seeing you there. And then all uh, you had Finn Balor defeating AJ Styles due to Jimmy Uso distraction. Alright. You got Matt Lassie and The Rock backstage. And then they run into John Cena and The Rock and John Cena embrace. So that was a great moment for them. Two uh, icons in the wrestling business who went off to Hollywood and kind of forgot the business. Kind of need to come back, man. You know, John Cena came back, shout to him, but we need the rock baby. Alright. Also, um, Jimmy and Finn Balor, uh, they talk about Jay, you know, on Raw being uh possibly coming into the to the judgment day and maybe Jimmy should join as well. So, uh, very interesting uh storyline that's going on with them there. We got the LWO uh, segment that got interrupted by Lashley and the Street Profits. I'm definitely curious to see how that goes with them. But um, Street Profits defeat LWO like quick wasn't not even a challenge. And then uh, Lashley tells them to go ahead and beat them up after the match. So just showing dominance. So I don't know what this team is. I don't know 
how they forming. I don't know what they are doing. They don't even have a name yet, but um, they really look good there. So we'll see how that goes going forward. Um, L.A. Knight defeats the Miz via the uh, BFT blunt force trauma. Uh, L.A. Knight says that he is going after titles. He names all the champions, including Roman Reigns, putting them all on notice. So, L.A. Knight going for titles, y'all. All right. We also have Solo and Heyman's segment backstage, which was a little confusing because, you know, they they say things, but then they don't say things. They saying, uh, Solo, you can actually hear him talk for the first time and say, you know, I, I know what I got to do. And, and Heyman is like, uh-oh, he's like, oh, man, well, call Roman Reigns. You know, you know how he does. Um, then you also have a pretty deadly backstage segment, which was pretty interesting, even though uh, one of them has gotten injured and he injured his shoulder. He ends up... uh coming into the room with a wheelchair has nothing to do with the shoulder. So that was, that was funny and very interesting. And, um, they got their little, uh, slogan or saying is yes, boy. Yes, boy. Kind of catchy. We'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But, um, moving on to Oscar defeat and Bailey due to a shotty distraction. Which is a little weird segment for me. I don't know what the hell they doing with that storyline with Shotzi. I mean, is she deranged? Is she crazy? Is she cool? She try to dash Oscar up. What, what what's going on with Shotzi? I don't know. They they don't know what to do with her. And that's sad. But anyway, um, next we had uh, the Grayson Waller effect, having John Cena as a guest. Which then Jay, Jimmy Uso comes out, and then Solo comes out too. They end up fighting with uh, Cena, and then Cena is about to give him a, uh, Jimmy Uso an AA, and Solo has to end up saving. So, is Jimmy Uso actually really still in the bloodline? Is he not in the bloodline? We still don't know. That's a part of the storyline, I guess. It's kind of weird and stupid to me, but let's keep on running with it, see how they go with it. All right. Um, also, you had AJ Styles um, coming to save John Cena and all that good stuff. So that's that with SmackDown. All right. As far as the rumors is concerned here, man, you got Drew McIntyre. Says he has no desire on joining a stable or a team. But we all kind of see the writings on the wall where McIntyre is looking like he might be doing a heel turn. So let's stay tuned and see how they uh, develop that going forward. Also got the uh, Bezler and Stark being a new, China, new dominant tag team. Kind of what they want from um, Baszler and uh, you know, the baddest woman on the planet. Uh, name. It, 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 damn, 
I can't remember the name right now. But y'all know what I'm talking about when I say the baddest woman on the planet. But yeah, her and they, they were supposed to be like a dominant tag team out there. And I think that's what they want from Baszler and Zoe Stark. So um, I'm interested to see how they do that going forward because I think that's a better team than uh, Chelsea Green and, and Piper Niven. And that, I like Niven. Like, Niven is great, but Chelsea Green. She needs more development. Just having a title on her is just, it, it kind of seems like entitlement, you know? So let's see how they go with that going forward. We also had uh, Matt Riddle being pulled from some shows here. And some people speculate that it was from this airport incident where they say that Riddle was intoxicated on the airport or at the airport and he ends up saying that uh the security guards uh end up inappropriately touching him. So, you know, it's, it's a little weird story there uh going on back, you know. But um they end up saying or try to cover it up that uh he was he and he was sick. So that's why he was pulled from some shows and you should see Riddle back. So we'll see how that goes going forward. Um, was he really uh, sick or was he suspended? <laughs> we're, we're, we may never know. Well, we probably will once they tell some stories and all that, blah, blah, blah. But stay tuned. All right. Also, we've been talking about it for a while. Nia Jax returned. And yes, yeah, she returned on Raw and... The reason why it's so, you know, huge is because a lot of female wrestlers backstage, they don't really like, like Nia Jax because in the ring, she's really reckless and she ends up hurting other female wrestlers, excuse me. Um, and so she's not very liked backstage, but what I would like to see them do with Nia Jax is to throw her in the bloodline too. She's family. She's she's a part of that bloodline. You might as well throw her in there, dominate, put the put a title on her, maybe even like the tag team title, and then you can uh do something with that, you know, maybe throw Tamina in there. She's bloodline too. So then make that a tag team and then they dominate, get the tag team title, bring that to the bloodline. They could do so much with the bloodline. This is what I'm trying to say, man. They they messing it up right now. And they're making me mad with it. But I'm gonna see what they're gonna do with it. Alright? We also got Jay Cargill coming to the WWE. She should be there as soon as next week. Okay? So wow, that's huge, man. Jay Cargill to WWE. Now, I like Jay Cargill. She definitely is like a raw talent. She needs to learn more of the technique, but uh, she has it as far as on the mic. She has it as far as attitude, personality, um, the, the looks. She's, she's a very pretty woman, but she is a very fit, strong woman, right? And very tall, like imposing, like opposing. So, you, she can definitely go head to head with a Rhea Ripley, 
uh, Nia Jax, you know, things like that. So I'm very interested to see what they do with Jay Cargo. Is they going to throw it at uh, NXT first or are they just going to throw it to the main roster? We do not know. So um, Jay Cargo to WWE, very interesting. Also at very interesting is that WWE is also interested in Ricky Starks, bringing Ricky Starks to WWE. So we're going to see uh, how that go ahead and uh, come across because Ricky Starks in the WWE, that's pretty, pretty good. All right. Now there's also these rumors of The Rock versus Roman Reigns, WrestleMania 40. Now they said that it was supposed to be the match and it was supposed to be booked. It was, you know, they, they both signed off that it was supposed to be The Rock versus Roman Reigns, WrestleMania 39. But then they scratched it. Why? Why would you scratch it? Well, have no fear. WrestleMania Philly? WrestleMania Philly, which is WrestleMania 40, could see The Rock versus Roman Reigns. And that is what everybody is waiting for and looking for. So y'all stay tuned. We'll, I will keep um, on top of those, those rumors. And also just a quick little rumor here, or not rumor, but news that there was a hundred cuts of WWE employees. But, you know, that's not the talent. It was, like, in departments and everything. So, you know, um, I wish everything, I wish the best for all those those families. Um, they've been making a lot of money for a while. But, you know, um, I hope everybody is well. And uh, it's always sad when, um, you know, you have some layoffs and everything, no matter how big or small the company is. So, um, yeah, that is it for my show here, this podcast I call Shake Two Wrestling Podcast here brought to you by Fans First Sports Network. Y'all join me um later on this week as I break down Raw, as I break down SmackDown, and give you some more wrestling rumors out here. Okay? But till then like I always say around this time, pick it up. On top of the morning, on top of the wave, on top of the team, on top of the days, on top of my purpose, I do I create. Y'all want to copy, but we're not the same, yeah.